again. Welcome to Coolsville. I'm Andy Steves. We're throwing a twist here in this holiday season, and I'm not talking about Chubby Checker either. Uh, this week, we look at a holiday classic movie that almost never was. It's a wonderful life here on Coolsville. What would life be like in the world you have now if you'd never been born? Think about it. There may be children with families would not exist because you weren't there to have a family. Think of how it would change the lives of your significant other, your friends, your job. Some people may not believe the things they believe now because you weren't there to influence their choices. Maybe some people wouldn't be here at all because you weren't there to provide them just the right kind of encouragement at just the right time. That's the premise of the 1946 movie, It's a Wonderful Life, starring James Stewart and Donna Reed, and seen by many as the last great movie directed by Frank Capra. All of George Bailey's life, he's dreamed of shaking the dust off the town of Bedford Falls and do big, important things all around the world. The only problem is that George is a really nice guy. He has a conscience. He sees his community struggling at the hands of the evil Henry F. Potter, who's described as the richest and meanest man in town. So George never leaves Bedford Falls. Instead, he gets married and he runs his late father's business, the Bailey Building and Loan. He starts building houses for the working class families in town. Well, one Christmas Eve, George's Uncle Billy loses $8,000 of the Building and Loan's money. Of course, George takes responsibility for the loss, which means he will probably be arrested. Herein lies the crux of the biscuit, as they say. George tries to make a deal with the devil, as it were. He talks to Mr. Potter about a loan to cover the missing money. The missing money, by the way, that Mr. Potter secretly took from hapless Uncle Billy. Asking if George has any security to put up for the loan, George shows Potter a life insurance policy for $15,000 if George kicks the bucket. Potter, of course, refuses the loan and tells George that he's worth more dead than alive. And it's at that point that George visits a bridge intending to do himself in. Meanwhile, the whole town has been praying for George. And the supervisor of the angels in heaven calls on Clarence Oddbody, angel second class. He hasn't won his wings yet, but he's entrusted to find some way to get George out of this jam. Sent to earth, Clarence jumps in the water before George can. He knows that George is such a good guy that he'd forget about offing himself in order to save Clarence, which is what happened. Afterward, George tells Clarence about his predicament, saying that he wished he'd never been born. And Clarence grants that wish, and George is shown what life would be like if he would never been born. Watch the movie. It's so great. <laughs> and don't watch the colorized version. Watch it in beautiful black and white. Beyond a great movie, It's a Wonderful Life is an awesome history lesson. The movie touches on the 1919 flu epidemic, which killed an estimated 50 to 100 million people worldwide. Also, the Great Depression was shown as George and Mary try to leave their honeymoon but have to stay to avert a financial crisis with their own money. How people in the U.S. helped the World War II effort was shown as well. And there's some negative parts in the movie. The film shows how women were depicted as weak and somewhat fragile without men, and how African Americans were marginalized in the brunt of jokes in movies. It's a Wonderful Life came out in the shadow of World War II, and the subject matter is really dark, both on the screen and in real life. 
James Stewart was an A-list actor before the war. In fact, he won an Oscar in 1941 for his work on The Philadelphia Story. He was mainly a carefree guy back then, but when America entered the war in 1941, Jimmy volunteered. Most actors during the war were kept out of harm's way, selling war bonds and being goodwill ambassadors. James Stewart refused to sit on the sidelines and went overseas. He fought 20 combat missions, losing men under his command and seeing other horrors of the war. It was a much different James Stewart who came home after the war. Most people said he had what is now known as PTSD. He would not talk about his experiences overseas, but emotion came out in his acting for sure. There's one particular scene in the movie where George prays to God, saying that he's at the end of his rope. He was not acting in that scene. He said later the tears streaming down his face were real, and he did it in one take. For me, this scene shows how relatable this movie is. We've all had times where we've been at the end of our rope, and by the way... It's usually those times that we cry out to God the most. I think the whole thing can be summed up by Clarence the Angel when he says, Strange, isn't it? Each man's life touches so many other lives. When he isn't around, he leaves an awful hole, doesn't he? And when George reads the inscription that Clarence had written at the front of his copy of Tom Sawyer, Remember, no man is a failure who has friends. <laughs> It's time for movie fun facts. Every movie has some trivia involved in it, and boy, this movie, It's a Wonderful Life, is no different. The movie's based on a book by Philip Van Doren Stern called The Greatest Gift, and when he first wrote it, he couldn't find a publisher, so he gave it to family and friends as a 21-page Christmas card. The movie was shot in the summer of 1946 in the middle of a heat wave in Southern California, too. That's acting. You know what? Fake snow in the movies used to be painted cornflakes, but they were too noisy. For It's a Wonderful Life, special effects wizard Russell Sherman invented a process of mixing soap flakes, chipped ice, and a firefighting chemical to make what looked like real snow. And Russell won the only award for the movie for technical achievement. Remember in the movie when drunk Uncle Billy staggered off camera and we heard a crash? Well, a stagehand knocked over some equipment. Thomas Mitchell, who played Uncle Billy, ad-libbed, I'm all right, I'm all right, and it was kept in the movie. It was Donna Reed's first starring role, and she would go on to have an eight-year TV run with The Donna Reed Show and was also on Dallas in the 80s. Also, when they're throwing rocks at the old Granville house, Donna broke a window on her first throw. Kind of helps that she played softball in high school. The dance scene where George and Mary dance into the pool was shot at Beverly Hills High School, and the pool is still used today after all those years. The spurned lover who opens the gym door to expose the pool was an actor named Carl Switzer, and you may better know him as alfalfa from the little rascals the actress who played george's mother in it's a wonderful life was beulah bondi she played jimmy stewart's mother on film five times even though it initially flopped at the box office james stewart donna reed and frank capra said it was the best movie they ever made the eight thousand dollars uncle billy lost in the movie would be worth get this $136,742.67 in 2023's money. Wow. 
As I mentioned before, It's a Wonderful Life was a flop at the box office when it first opened in 1946. It was seen by the movie-going public back then as being too dark for subject matter. It caught on in the mid-70s when its copyright expired and the TV stations could air it as much as they liked for free. Because of that exposure, it became one of the most beloved Christmas movies ever and a yearly tradition for lots of houses, including mine. So, to wrap this up neatly with a bow, beautiful wrapping paper, you gotta watch this movie. If for nothing else, to hear George Bailey's new lease on life when he's running down the street saying, Merry Christmas, Bedford Falls! Merry Christmas, movie house! Merry Christmas, you wonderful old building and loan! Then he bangs on Potter's window and says, Merry Christmas, Mr. Potter! To which Potter replies, Happy New Year to you, in jail. Go on, they're waiting for you. So in my humble opinion, it's not only one of the best Christmas movies ever, it's one of the best movies ever. You'll be doing yourself a favor if you watch It's a Wonderful Life. So from my house to your house, have yourself a very Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. And hey, I do this every week. Come on back next week for another episode of Coolsville. Also, don't forget to hit the follow button so that we know you're tuning in. Y'all have a great week now.